tonight on the Midnight Train Quarantine Week 3 podcast. We shake it up and discuss, debate, and reveal fun facts about each of our personal top 10 movies of all time. So sit back, grab a drink, put on your face mask after you wash your hands, and turn the volume to 11. All aboard. and welcome to season three episode eight and our 50th episode since we started this amazing show and uh it's also the third quarantine edition of the midnight train podcast where we bring the dark to light what's that mean we make fun of and joke about creepy shit while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible i am your host the conductor of the cryptic jonathan sayer and with me of course is the one and only jeff butchko Right now, looking like the Unabomber. How are you, sir? It's the deep state, man. I'm, I got to tell you about Bitcoin. We're going to get into it, okay? So here's the thing. <laughs> Conspiracies on all levels. Presidents involved. Governors involved. That's all I got to say. Sam Sox. Yep, Sam Sox. It's the lizard Illuminati. Is that what it is? That's what I keep yes. hearing. The lizard Illuminati. Is Reptilians, like right, Moody? Absolutely. Reptilians. Hey, speaking of which, hi, Moody. What's up, buddy? How are you today, bro? I'm, I'm wonderful. How was your how was your weekend thus far? Well, since it's almost over, how was it? Uh, I spent most of yesterday with a buzz from drinking most of the day, and uh, other than that, you know, planted some grass in my backyard. Well, Dude, you're awesome. full fledged hillbilly, drunk and planting grass. That there, that's well, all you need. And then, and then we had a fire in the driveway. <laughs> that now you're ultimate hillbilly. That's pretty sweet, man. I spent all day yesterday hung over a shit. I drank entirely too much on Friday night. So, yeah, I was bad off. So, listen, recently we said we wanted to do a contest. And we put out a question all across everywhere. So, we decided to do a contest. And in that contest, we asked a question. And that question was, where did Riley go to college, correct? And what was his major? Yeah. And we had a bunch of people answer it. And I thought it was too easy, probably because I just found out that it's on his fucking Facebook page. All right. Did anybody guess anything like professional bowling or something really awesome? No, everybody that answered literally answered like exactly what it was. It, they, oh, really? They were, they were a little more vague than his actual thing. What, um, what is this? Hold on. I came up with the question, but I actually don't know the answer to the question. What is this major? It's a uh, business, Mark, ma- something business. I don't know. Like, whatever. Anyway. So it's- that's the major for people who have no idea what the fuck they want to do with their life. Probably, yeah, probably. So in saying that, we had to have a, another question that we put out there, and that question was, what were the three shirts that Moody and his wife from Gamer Glam designed for us? And Jesse Skelton of the Skelton Sisters, she won, and she's with us today. Hi, Jesse. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. Awesome. How are so you guys? Winner, winner, chicken We're dinner. Awesome. So Jesse, right. I don't eat chicken though. <laughs> you winner, winner, seafood dinner. Oh, there you go. There you go. There so you what, go. what were those three shirts that uh, that you actually answered? 
Um, Riley's shirt was I go to college. Right. Jeff's shirt was I hate uh, Elon Elon Musk. Yep. And yep. your shirt was Choo Choo Mother Effers. That's right. And I got it sitting right there. I was going to wear it today, but I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm rocking the voodoo stuff today. You know, hey, it's sitting right there, nice. but we can't see it because you got that fancy background. On. That's right. You like that? What's the name? Speaking of voodoo. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm uh, sipping on some Jim Beam double oaked, twice barreled. Ah, yes. So good. All right. So as most of you listeners out there know, we're just a bunch of goofballs and assholes that love history and can't get enough of the mysterious. We want you all to know how much it means to us that you're listening to this podcast. Your reviews and support really do make all the hard work worthwhile. All right. So let's turn down the lights, adjust our seats, grab a drink, and we'll get spooky in a second. But first, here is a toast to all of you. So, of course, we wanted to do something awesome for this 50th episode. Uh, and not only that, but we have a special guest, the, the winner of the contest, Jesse Skelton here, who actually has her own podcast. So how's that going with you guys? Uh, it's going good. We got uh, a lot of members right now on our uh, Facebook group. So um, we try to plug you with you guys as much as possible. Um, so I'm a listener. Actually, I listen all the are time. Are you? Do you yeah. listen? Yeah. I, I've, I've listened quite uh, a few times. We mentioned you guys a lot. We mentioned you I know. guys a lot. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. So, so um, I, we just finished recording right before I got onto here. So, And then uh, I just learned how to put music on. Oh, nice. Today. Awesome. So, hey, listen. It's all learning thing. We The, the good thing about when yeah, we first started with mold. this production-wise and stuff is that I've been, Jeff and I both have been producing music for so long that it was mm -hmm. basically just kind of a natural transition into this. So yeah. that's the thing, like with us, it's like, but mm -hmm. man, we've gone through so much crap with computers and interfaces and equipment. Mm -hmm. Lots equipment. of money in equipment, Ugh. let me tell you. Everyone's some like, of oh. Us, some of us are still going through that. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I so, included. Yeah, I included. and it, it, it'll all get there. So I'm glad things are going for you, uh, going well for you thank guys. You. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, thank you for mentioning us on the podcast. Yeah, you guys are our favorites. So Aw, no, you're our favorites. Aww. So can I can I say something real quick? Maybe. So 50, Is it mean? 50 episodes, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Require a special occasion. So for all you viewers out there, if you're watching the video, I was able to get my hands on a Tesla finally, and I put it on fire in my backyard. It's actually <laughs> burning right now. So fuck Elon Musk and fuck Tesla. 50 episodes. Are you sure you Woo! did it or it wasn't just the car? I think it did it on its own. <laughs> Autopilot set itself Might on have. fire. Blow itself up. Uh, Auto fire. <laughs> Elon's like, me, 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 me. <laughs> don't press that button. <laughs> well, so what we decided to do and what we talked about in the last episode, it was just a kind of a, on a uh, last minute whim, it was mentioned that we should do our top 10 favorite movies of all time, which is a lot 
fucking harder than it sounds. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It is fucking brutal. Like I'm going through and I'm thinking to myself, like, I didn't want to make it too hard on myself. So I didn't go into like uh, my, yes, DVD collection for all you young kids out there. <laughs> <laughs> they used to have these things called DVDs. They were like little like DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't want to do that because then I, I know I'd just fucking kill myself doing it. I think Moody put it best when he said in the comments, he said, it's like trying to pick your favorite child. It is. It's you know, so, it it's so hard shocked, to do. Dude. It was tough. <laughs> it's hard. So I what think I, it would be easier for me to pick a child than it would be to pick my top movie. Right. So I think what we did and what you guys are talking about is uh, going from like 10 to 1. Does that sound about right? Mm-hmm. Jesse, you got your list yeah. there as well. Yeah, right? I got it. Okay. But like IMDb. Right. So I tell you what, uh, I'll start it off in my number 10 movie. And there's a reason for it. It's Half-Baked. Oh <laughs> Not a bad choice. Not a half, bad choice. Half-Baked. And by the way, if anybody has a movie that is being mentioned by somebody else. <laughs> got to cross it off. You got to cross it off. Take that shit off your list. You can't mention it. <sighs> yeah. that, might actually, that might actually help me out a little bit. <laughs> so nice. Half-Baked. Dude, I got a paper full of scribbled fucking movies that I had to keep crossing out. And- <laughs> That's amazing. Bad. So half fake obviously was Dave Chappelle. It was before Dave Chappelle had the, the Chappelle show. Uh, Jim Brewer, freaking amazing, and I found some cool little fun facts about it. All right. So first of all, number ten on this, the opening was almost scrapped. So you remember the opening scene of the movie when they, you know, they're sitting there just all just smoke it up and whatnot. So they almost got rid of that, which is sucks because remember they were kids and they were hanging out with the old man outside of the uh, uh, the dumpsters. Yeah, yeah. they almost got <laughs> rid of that. Even no, old Jane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. The director actually made some classic movie movie video or excuse me, uh, music videos like "Wild Thing" by Tone Loke, "Mbop" by the Hanson, and "Shoplifters of the World Unite" by the Smiths. So really? Apparently, yeah, apparently he was just a, uh, a video guy. Um, huh. Number eight, co-writer Neil Brennan had a cameo in it. You guys know what cameo, what part of it was? No. no. Obviously no. not. Remember the part where, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool. <laughs> yeah. The other cashier was the co-writer of, of uh, Half-Baked. The, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, pretty awesome. Um, Snoop Dogg literally brought real weed to the set. They were supposed to be smoking fake weed, and he brought real shit. Nice. Dude, with, Jim, with Jim Brewer there, they ain't fucking smoking fake weed. Right, right, yeah. right. No, but the funny part is, is that nobody else, including Jim Brewer, did. <laughs> so they're all sitting around doing like a tobacco-based whatever, and all of a sudden Snoop walks in with like some real dank. Nice. <laughs> um, number five, there was a real guy on the couch. It says the guy on the couch was inspired by a real-life friend of Chappelle and Brennan's, who was constantly crashing on their couch while they wrote the script. <laughs> Legendary one-liner comic Stephen Wright, you know, Stephen Wright, the guy who's every joke. Yeah, the monotone. Right. Mm-hmm. Was offered the role after he and Chappelle met on a late-night show, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, it says, John's, number four, John Stewart was a method actor <laughs> because, <laughs> because he literally got high as fuck before he did his scenes. You ever seen the back of a $20 bill, man? <laughs> On weed! <laughs> Obviously, number three, that wasn't actually Jerry Garcia. <laughs> Which I think is just fucked that they have to put that in there. That's so, a fact. Yeah, that it wasn't him. Uh, number two, Dave Chappelle and Jim Brewer star- starred in a sitcom together. You guys know this? 
What's the cop? Wait, what's uh, that? Let's see. They were on. Uh, they were uh, had their own sitcom called Buddies. Really? Yeah. I didn't yeah, know never that. Heard of it. Yeah, never even heard of it. So it, it was canceled after five episodes. Shocker. <laughs> Must have been Sounds awesome. Right. Yeah. And then number one, which is bullshit, it says not everyone loves the movie. And I personally love it. But apparently Chappelle and Brennan both hate the fucking movie. <laughs> they, told, they told Joe Rogan that they absolutely fucking hate it. So, yeah, that's my number 10. Number 10, Half-Baked. And the reason I love that movie so much is because when I started my production company, I used to sit back and do all of my uh, all of my work with that playing in the background because I knew it word for word and I didn't have to watch it. Nice. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. That's nice. so I'm talking every day for like a fucking year. It was half baked and it was the only movie. <laughs> That's and awesome. I, and I don't even smoke weed. <laughs> 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 fucking awesome. Samson right. Simpson. Samson Simpson. <laughs> All right. So I'll tell you what, let's go to our, our special guest right now. Let's ask Jesse. Jesse, what is your number ten movie? Death proof. Death proof. Oh, oh okay. okay. Uh that's yeah, the yeah. Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, love that. One. I love that movie. I have posters and everything. Really? Yeah. Was remember that? when you know Blockbuster used to be around? Yeah. Yeah. It was a Blockbuster. I uh, <laughs> I bought it was like fifty cents a poster, so I just right. bought up the poster. So I have them uh, downstairs. I don't even have them in a frame. They're just sitting in a, in a bin somewhere. That's pretty awesome. But I have that, them. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that movie. To be honest with you, that is a great movie. The uh, what was the other one that came out with it? Uh, Planet, uh, Planet Terror. Planet Terror was the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and it was that- good, but it wasn't my favorite. Jeff, you do look like a terrorist, by the way. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Got a burning car in the background. <laughs> All right. Um, that car is burning? Yeah. Burn your house down with a raccoon inside. The, the raccoon, autopilot. Raccoon's probably Burn driving it. Um, <laughs> Moody, you're number yeah. 10. What's your number 10? All right. So I want to preface this by saying this was incredibly hard for me. And it's I went my top time a, machine. I went to, no, no, no. <laughs> I, just, I do like that movie, though. Uh, it, was, it was very hard for me to narrow it down to 10. Um, but I, I just wanted to go over really quickly. I do have a honorable mentions list that I'd like to roll through really quickly. Okay. Uh, oh. Half-Baked oh. was on that my honorable mentions list, to be honest. Yeah! So really quickly, some of the honorable mentions I have. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, three, mm. three nice. Warriors. Nice. Uh, Dead Alive. Uh, Beer Fest. Fast Times at oh, Ridgemont yes. High. Oh, nice. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Mm-hmm. Kung Fu oh. Hustle. Okay. Bubba Hotep. Yes. The Other Guys. I don't know if you guys have ever seen The Other Guys. Oh, yeah. That's Will Ferrell. Goddamn hilarious. Mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg. Uh, yeah. The Burbs. That's a good uh, one, too. That's a good movie. And, and uh, Major League and Caddyshack. And then this one, uh, the last one on my honorable mentions list, I, if it was a top... 11 it'd be in there it was really tough for me not to put it in there uh it's not a great movie but it's fucking phenomenal at the same time is uh chris farley's last movie ever that he did called almost heroes yeah where they were uh, oh, i remember that trying were... to beat lewis and clark yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking... oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. so those those were my honorable mentions that were hard for me to keep off okay, uh, i can't wait to but... hear what your number 10 is now well, that being said, my number 10 is uh, is actually Die Hard, the first Die Hard. Oh, it's so good. Oh. I forgot about it. Good one. So I, uh, good it's one. Got, I looked it up just to, just really quickly. You got a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a 70 out of 100 on Metacritic. It's an 8.2 on IMDb. Um, 
I didn't really have a chance to find a ton of uh, little things for it, but I'm just looking right now. This this was cool. The uh, the Nakatomi Plaza building is actually the headquarters of 20th Century Fox, and the company charged itself rent for the use of the unfinished building at the time. Nice. <laughs> what a bunch of bricks. Nice. Yeah. So, that's just a little something. So. Awesome, man. Yeah, but well, that's a great yeah, movie. So that's, that's my number 10 is Die Hard. The first. One of the best Christmas movies of all time. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, Jeff, let's hear it, man. You're number 10. All right, so my number 10, because I had to watch it over and over and over as a kid, was The Wizard of Oz, the original from 1939. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a, a pretty damn good choice. It's a great movie. I'm not going to lie. That surprised me on the list yeah. of your favorite movies. <laughs> well... It was just the movie that, like, over and over and over and over and over again, or I owned them, or if it's... Oh, I lost my connection. Am I here? <laughs> You're there. Go ahead. <laughs> or, or if I've, you know, if it's on TV, it's one of those ones where you have to watch it, you know? Yeah, And uh, Wizard of Oz is, like, number 10 for me, for sure. That's so awesome. I found my some... mom's favorite movie, so we used to watch it a lot. A great movie. So mm-hmm. there's actually a Mandela effect in this movie. So. Uh-oh. Oh. So the witch says, fly my pretties fly, okay, to the evil monkeys, but that's not what she actually says. She actually says, fly, fly, fly. She never, ever once says, fly my pretties fly. But everybody oh. thinks she says that. Thought that was interesting. I always thought she just said, I always thought she said, I'll get you my pretty to, what's her name? She does. She does. She yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I never, I never heard anyone. I never heard anyone. <laughs> I never. I didn't know people thought it was fly my pretties. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then I also found out uh, Buddy Espin, who plays Jed Clampett on the original Beverly Hillbillies, he yeah, was yeah. the original Tin Man. Okay, but he had a severe allergic reaction to the aluminum dust makeup and dropped off the role like a month later. I remember. I remember hearing that. That's cool. So he got all fucked up from the the tin paint. And then I found some other fun facts. Toto the dog, he earned one hundred twenty-five dollars a week. And the Munchkins only made fifty a week, so Toto actually made more money <laughs> than the Munchkins did. Oh, that yep. there is racist against dwarfs, is what that is. I know. You can't say dwarfs. You can't say dwarfs. Little no. people. Little people. Mid- midgets. Midgets. No. 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 All right. First of all, doesn't it doesn't little people sound way more condescending than any yes. of the other stuff? Yeah. So I'll no. like, oh, look at that little person. I'd be like, fuck off. That's messed up. I, I apologize to any uh, little people that may be listening. I, I, I wouldn't. I did, I did not know that uh, you can't say dwarves or midgets. I, I thought that was still acceptable. I have no idea. All, All right, right. So I got two more little fun facts about The Wizard yeah. of Oz. You know, everybody talks about the hanging man in the background of the original cut. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, right. see, it's really not a hanging man. What it was was an exotic bird perched in the background casting a shadow. Because the set had bought like over hundreds of these different exotic birds for the filming, so it was proven that it was an actual exotic bird casting a shadow. It wasn't somebody that hung himself. Okay. So that's what they say. I and remember looking that up. And then the I last. Had, okay, uh, my buddy, my buddy showed me that when we were kids, and it does look like someone swinging. It does, mm-hmm. it does, but it's it's actually a bird. And then the last one I got is Ray Bolger, who played the Scarecrow. Uh, he wore face prosthetics for the Scarecrow getup. Right. It left stains and patterns on his face for a year and a half after the filming. <laughs> so, like, the dude would have to, like, go around to the stores and stuff with, like, the scarecrow shit all over his face. It wouldn't come off for, like, a year. 
<laughs> which I that's, thought was pretty pretty funny that's, and amazing. That's so. fucking shitty, to be honest. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Wizard of Oz is my number ten. It's a great movie for when you were a kid. I remember it. It has a lot of like nostalgia to it. And oh, every awesome. time it comes on, I like to watch it. And it makes you know reminds me of being a little kid and when things were good and easy. But that's, that's awesome. That. Good good choice on that one. All right, so now moving on to number nine. My number nine. It's kind of a fucked up movie, but I love it, and I can watch it over and over again. And the main reason I love this movie is because um, there for a while, I haven't seen it in a while just because I have, don't watch movies anymore, really. But uh, there for a while, I was watching it all the time, and every time I'd watch it, I'd, I'd find something new that I didn't watch before because everybody has their own um, idea of what the ending of the movie is. It's Donnie Darko. Mm. Donnie Darko oh. is... To me, one of the most well put together, thought out, weird movies that has to do with like wormholes and space travel and all this shit like that. And it's cool to me because every time somebody watches it, and I used to have people watch the movie just like, you got to watch this, just watch. And they would watch it. And at the end, I sat there and I go, what do you think? What is your opinion? What do you think happened? What did the the ending mean? And everybody gave me a different um, idea of what they thought it was. So I just thought that was super cool. And uh, now, have you guys all seen Donnie Darko? Oh, yeah. I have. It's been, a, it's been a long time, but I've seen it. Yeah. All right. Well, it's an absolute freaking amazing movie. So that's, that's and I, I got a bunch of facts and stuff, but they're just kind of like whatever facts. It talks about Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore was in it. That's right. She was a teacher. Just saying. Mm. Drew Barrymore. All right. So, Jesse, you're number nine. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> yes. The original, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love Eddie Murphy. Love the heat is on. It's on the streets. <laughs> Dude, I love that movie. Are you kidding? That I could I movie. could watch that a million times a day. I swear to God, I could. That's fantastic. My favorite. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, have any tidbits, but oh no problem. I gotta say, I gotta say, my favorite part in that movie is when he goes into the art place. And the dude who plays Bal, the dude who plays Balky, Balky. He's like, he's like, how much is this? He's like, ten thousand dollars. He's like, get the fuck out of here! I go back and <laughs> <laughs> I All right, Moody, number nine. My number nine is Hellraiser. Ooh, oh, my, uh, my favorite. I think um, he is probably uh, Pinhead's probably my favorite of all the, uh, the horror guys. I mean, I like. Uh, close second would be uh, would be Freddy, but I think Pinhead's my favorite uh, just because of the crazy shit that he does and his one line. Not only that, but he's he's definitely more of the uh, I don't know. He seems more. There's something more sinister about him. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? Like like all these other like you know bad guys, quote unquote, and the, the monster yeah. movie monsters and stuff. He's just yeah. got this sinister because he comes from like hell, basically, right? Right. Well, yeah, theoretically, yeah. He's yeah. got that and little box, the whole, right? The little puzzle box. Yeah. Yep. Shoots the wires yep. out. And it's the whole, like, you know, pleasure versus pain. And it's just like that real creepy kind of. We have such thing. amazing sights to show you. Yeah. So great. And, uh, so that one, I'm doing, I, I got the Rotten Tomatoes and all that for all these. So I got, that's only got a 70 on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is bullshit. Still pretty good. Still pretty good, but yeah. Uh, Metascore is only 57. And it's yeah. got a box. 7.0 on IMDb, which isn't too bad. Okay. Um, a couple little tidbits about that. I know as uh, Doug Bradley, the guy that plays Pinhead, was originally offered the part of either uh, one of the guys at the beginning moving the mattress. Okay. Or um, or Pinhead. 
So he could have chosen between a little bit part that was on the screen for like 12 seconds. I, I want to be moving the mattress. Sorry, guys. Or, <laughs> that, that's yeah. What kind yeah, of well, choice is that? He, uh, he originally he originally was going to go for the mattress guy because he didn't think the movie was going to do anything. He thought it was just going to flop. And what? he didn't want to be known as like the shitty bad guy, I guess. But wow. he, he ended up taking that, that part and rolling with it. And he made, well, like, I think he was in eight or nine of the movies. And then they got somebody new for like the last one they put out, which I heard there, uh, there, there's a rumor that they're supposed to be rebooting that. They that made a new it. one. They made a new one a couple of years ago with a different guy. Oh, um, really? I don't know if they're going to try to do it with him again, but um, huh. and I know Pinhead is actually not his real name. Uh, his name in like books and uh, like in the script and everything was was just Priest. Um, really? Yeah, it was Priest. And Did then I they changed it during the script writing. They changed it to just Lead Cenobite. And uh, Pinhead was just a nickname that, that basically the crew gave him, and it just stuck. So that's why they call him Pinhead. Yeah, so like in the movies, they I don't think anyone ever refers to him as Pinhead. No. Yeah, that's, never said. that's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. J-Fro. Numero, right. numero nine. <clears throat> Number nine is Speed, 1994, oh. Keanu Reeves. Keanu! Oh. I've watched this movie. I love this movie. I watched it all the time back in the day. I still catch it every now and then. I just thought it was a great movie. It is a good movie. It really did. It's it's entertaining Mm -hmm. as shit. Yeah. It is one of those ones. Got some fun facts about Speed. All right. So the original script, Harry, who's Jeff Daniels from Dumber and Dumber, you know, he's in that movie. He's (laughs) Yano's like partner or whatever. Yeah. He was originally supposed to be the bad guy, but they decided he wasn't believable enough. So they cut him. (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny. Dude, um, you are not mean enough to be right. the bad guy. I'm sorry. You're way too nice to be yeah. the bad guy. No, but I can do it. No, you can't. You can't <laughs> exactly. You can't. Yeah. And then, you know who Joss Whedon is? He did all the Avenger movies. Uh, yeah. Josh a ton Whedon. of movies. He wrote the entire dialogue and script for that movie, for Speed. Oh, wow. I did not know that. I did not know that. It was like either. one of his first jobs, I guess. Did, did then, he write that, that famous slime where it goes, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> He did. He did. Okay, just ask him. Could you be imagine? Could you imagine being the guy that did did, did actually write that line the first time that Keanu <laughs> yeah. Reeves had to say it in a movie? Yeah. And like that's your claim to fame. Like, yeah, you know, you know where Keanu Reeves did. Whoa, that was me. I, I wrote the whoa. <laughs> Every time it comes on, kids, come here. You ready? Whoa, I wrote that. I wrote yeah. that. I wrote that. I that's wrote how that. you. That's how you got that bicycle, bitch. Get back in your room. Whoa. Anyway, what about I, I found some uh, some other funny stuff here. So Keanu mm-hmm. was not originally offered the role for the film's hero. It was offered to Stephen Baldwin, who turned it down. Tom Cruise, uh. who turned it down. Tom Hanks, which makes no sense, but he turned it down. And Wesley mm-hmm. Snipes turned it down. And then Woody Harrelson turned it down. And then so the director had just finished watching Point Break, and he's like, we got to get this guy. And they called Keanu, and Keanu took it. It's the best choice out of all those, to be honest with you. Can you mentioned Tom, Tom Hanks and Speed. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Wesley Snipes would have been badass, though. I'm surprised he didn't do it. Yeah, that would good. Because yeah. he, he did, uh, what was it, Passenger 57, and that was fucking rad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's a he's a badass. All right, anything else and, on that one? Yeah, and then uh, Halle Berry turned down the role of Annie, which was given to Sandra Bullock, and she earned $200,000 for that role. That's it. So Sandra it could have been, yeah. it could have been, it could have been, Fucking um, Wesley Snipes. What's his name? Wesley Snipes and Halle Berry, and it ends up being Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Are, Are you eating your mic? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
It's What's that, R2? Dude, every time you talk, it's like... Dude, it's got to be this headset. I don't know. It's like off to the side. It's not even touching my face. All right, one more, one more about speed, okay? All right, go ahead. The director made Keanu cut his long hair. That's why he has a shaved head in the movie, because he didn't want people to think of him from Te as Ted from Bill and Ted. Well, that makes sense. Uh -huh. So yeah, he made him cut sense. his hair. Yeah. And now so, look at him, dude. He's fucking John Wick. Yeah. But speed, I mean? is, speed is one of those movies that, like, every time it's on, I have to watch. I used to watch it all the time. I love it. It's a great yeah. movie. Yeah, no, it is. that is a damn good movie. I haven't seen that in a while, to be honest. I have to go back and watch that. All right, number eight. We're going on number eight here, guys. And again, remember, you were listening to our top 10 movies of all time. Hard as fuck to do. And we have a very special guest, which is Jesse Skelton from the Skelton Sisters, the Sisters Skelton podcast. <laughs> Make sure you guys are checking that out wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, we're on Thank number you. eight right now. This is our 50th episode. So we're trying to do something cool. My, my number eight is eight millimeter with Nicolas Cage. Oh, good one. Dude, that's it's a great, it's, a great movie. Like, so I guess my thing with it is like, you know, you, you, you see Raising Arizona, you see all these movies with uh, Nicolas Cage, and he's just kind of, he's got good roles and good movies and stuff. He's another one that's, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but this one was like fucking dark. This was a dark movie for someone that I, I thought Nicolas Cage was more, you know, like Con Air and uh, <laughs> uh, what's the other one he did in that same time period? Leaving Las Vegas? Yeah, all, all those movies. The like, Rock. Yeah, The Rock. There you go. Like those mm -hmm. movies, you don't think of him being in some real fucking dark role, you know? And so watching that movie and like the very end, and I've talked about this before, uh, where Machine is in there. <laughs> machine? And, and the Russian guy's like, kill them all, Machine. And at the very end, spoiler alert. By the way, there's going to be a lot of spoiler <clears throat> alerts in this whole fucking thing. Yeah. But um, at the very end, he calls, he <laughs> finds James Gandolfini calls the mother of the girl they murdered for a snuff film, asks her what she wants it wants to be done, and he gets off the phone and pistol whips um, James Gandolfini until he's dead and then sets the place on fire and walks out. It was one of the most, like, holy shit moments in a movie that I saw. So that's why I love that movie. Um, just a couple of little trivia tidbits on here. Uh, the chick who played um, the character of Marianne Matthews was originally a stripper, hired to act as a stand-in. <laughs> and she ended up, getting, ended up getting the role. Joel Schumacher gave her the part of the victim on the 8mm film as she had a suitably yeah, look about her. He gave her the part <laughs> after careful consideration. <laughs> oh, he gave her a part, all right. Weinstein. <laughs> Weinstein. A couple dances later. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Nicolas Cage's Oscar award, the actual award he won for leaving Las Vegas in 1995, makes a cameo in the film. Uh, it says you can look for it wrapped up in black string and laces on Eddie's pool desk when Cage breaks into the tap uh, pool's phone. So he, you know, that cocky kind of shit, like a, uh, in part of our, uh, you know, one of our scenes, I want my Academy Award in there. You know what I mean? Like, what a dick. And then David Fincher was the first choice to uh, direct a film. I don't know if you guys know who David Fincher is. Um, oh, Max in the movie is Joaquin Phoenix. The Joaquin! He originally offered it to Mark Wahlberg, but he turned it down. <laughs> yeah. Would have been a totally different movie. So, yeah, that's my number eight, man. Eight millimeter, great fucking movie. It's dark, it's twisted. Go out and watch it. Jesse, what is your number eight? Zombieland. Yeah! Uh, All right. Uh, All right. Yeah. Good one. I like Love that one. That movie. 
That is a. Just saw the second one too. It was pretty good. Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah. You you watched the second one? Did you stay mm-hmm. after the credits and see the epic Bill Murray part? I hope. Yes. Because it was better yeah. than the movie. I, did, <laughs> I haven't seen it. Oh that my was god! So funny. You have to watch so after funny. the credits. It, you, have to. you have it's, to. It's yeah. better than it the actual amazing. movie. Yeah, yeah it was. It, I love him. I love him anyway. So like he make he makes the movie. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I'm gonna have to sit down and watch that one. I have not seen that mm-hmm. one, but the first one's freaking amazing. Amazing! I watch yeah. it every time it's on. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> Moody, number eight. It's tombstone. <laughs> like, tombstone. tombstone. What? What is it? <laughs> tombstone. Tombstone. <laughs> like the pizza? God damn it. <laughs> This is movies, not food. Not top, top 10 food, Moody. It's movies. I fucking hate you guys. I really do. <laughs> Dude, do you want me to jump off this rooftop? Because I will. Take the mask I mean, off first, Vinny does. Do you want me to jump off the rooftop? I mean, if it, if it would make you feel better, you go for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what about Tombstone, man? Talk to us. Uh, I just, you know... Probably my favorite Western out there. Um, I've always liked it. It's long as hell, but I'll always watch it if it comes on. Uh, it's very quotable. I love uh, love some of the quotes. Um, it's just, it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Val Kilmer is, is amazing in that movie. I think I'm your Huckleberry. Exactly. I think she's so good, man. It's just a great movie. I love it. I just love watching that movie. It's a good movie. Can we talk about Val Kilmer and how fucked up he looks now? Hmm. Yeah. No, no, that's the actor. That, <laughs> He's like, that's the actor that ate Val Kilmer. Because, <laughs> dude, he got—I don't know what happened to that dude. Because he used yeah. to be like, like one of the most handsome guys in Hollywood, and now he's just, oh boy. Then again, I mean, him and Vince Neil were hanging out. Gonna happen. <laughs> Did you hear about that? That Vince Neil's like working out every day for the yeah with Chuck Norris. Did you hear that? What? Yeah. Chuck Norris is still working out? Yeah. I think they had a, they had a YouTube dead. video of it. And he's like, give me more 20. He's like, yeah. Oh, fire. He's pushing up. It looks, it's going to be awesome when he comes back, dude. I'm telling you, it's going to be amazing. I hope so. So you got any little tidbits about Tombstone? Uh, a couple little things I found. Um, at the, uh, the fight of the OK Corral, when uh, Val Kilmer winks, uh, that wasn't scripted. He just did that off the cuff, and everyone liked it so much they kept it in there. Nice. Uh, and at the end of that, when uh, when he was confronted by one of the other guys, and the guy says, "I got you now, Doc. You son of a bitch." And uh, Val Kilmer looks at him and says, "You're a daisy if you do." That is a historically accurate quote that was uh, it was reported in the Tombstone newspaper after the shootout actually happened. Huh. So that was a real line from Doc Holliday when, when it happened. That's then, awesome. Uh, the other little thing I thought was cool, um, Wyatt Earp, his fifth cousin, is actually in the movie playing a character named Billy Claiborne in the movie. So I thought that was cool. Wait, say that again? Uh, the real-life fifth cousin of Wyatt Earp plays a character in the movie Tombstone. Oh, that's awesome. So I thought that was Very cool. cool. Great movie, love it. It is seriously like timeless, and it's just a fantastic movie. And I, I just everything about that damn movie is freaking badass. So kudos to you, my friend. Kudos to you. That's my number eight. Number eight. Uh, Jeff. I got two guns, one for the each of you. <laughs> <laughs> what All do right. you got, number eight, brother? 
my number eight is a movie called Twister. Oh, really? A good movie. Fuck yeah, dude. I went to the theater and saw it on opening night. Dude, did you just go down a list of 90s hit movies? And yeah. <laughs> no, I went down a list of movies that I like and I watch. That's Not awesome. It's a bad movie. It's just like you're, you're, you definitely got a pattern going here. A lot of pattern, like, eh, uh, eh, uh, eh. <laughs> that kind of pattern? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, with Twister, that's the, the first time I ever <clears throat> listened or watched a movie uh, with surround sound. Was with oh, Twister. yeah. Because my buddy, Nate Morgan, you remember Nate? Yeah. He was like, dude, Nate you got to come over to my parents' house, you know, whenever it came out. And uh, they had it, and we watched it. And I remember hearing shit flying past my head, looking around, like, what the fuck? It yeah. was awesome. It was so cool. You got any yes. tidbits? Oh, yeah. All right, so here's some funny shit. So... Garth Brooks, country singer, was originally supposed to be the lead role, but he turned it down and it went to Bill Paxton. That's Ooh. go figure that, right? Fucking weird. Can can Garth Brooks act? I don't know, but they tried to get him to. He so I thought that was interesting. <laughs> oh. Then another fun thing was uh, Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt were temporarily blinded for three days after set lighting malfunctioned. So they had to wear special glasses and eye drops, and then they continued filming after the three days when they got their vision back. Wow. That's Didn't know that, that, huh? No, did not know that. And then, funny you mentioned the sound. <laughs> the tornado sounds were made from various animal sounds with added effects to them. So really? All the wow. sound effects in that movie are animal sounds with effects like reverbs and echoes and whatnot. Um, wow. And then the last, last little fact I got is uh, years later after the movie, Bill Paxton said in an inter interview that the movie version that we've seen is the Pepsi light version. And the original script was more along the lines of Jaws. So I guess it was more like crazier mm. and bloodier and whatnot. And they just toned it down for oh. to make it family. That's awesome. But I love Twister. Every time Twister comes out, I love tornadoes. I love like bad weather. I'm the asshole that stands out in it, you know, and chases them down. Like it's just a thing I'd like to do. It's a good movie. Yeah. I thought so, it was oh, yeah, I I like Twister. a great movie. Awesome. Movie. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go in. So I can take off this mask. Hold on one second. Let me go into my apartment here real quick. Okay. There you go. You look All more right. comfortable. Go ahead. You look, you there look you far go. more comfortable now. I can breathe. <laughs> oh, there he is. He, he, he looks better. All right. So number seven, we're coming up on number seven now with our top 10 all-time favorite movies. My number seven is The Mothman Prophecy. Um, ah. I think it's a fantastic movie. Um, it's, it's dark. It's uh, there's a lot of shit in it that you go back and watch again, and it completely like you see shit again, just like uh, when I was talking about Donnie Darko, you see something new every time. And I just think it's a fantastic movie that is based off of something that's somewhat real, as we've discussed in our past episode about the Mothman and uh, you know, Mothman motorcycles <laughs> today. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just a fantastic fucking movie. And uh, I really don't have too many like little things on it, but it's just a great movie. If you haven't seen it, go out there and watch it. Um, awesome movie. So yeah, little little <laughs> side note there. If you guys are uh, fans of the movie or the TV show Ozark, which is on Netflix right now, which is a great TV show. That Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman, yeah. Uh, the chick who is plays his wife in that, and I can't remember her name off the top of my damn head. Um, Laura Linney. Laura Linney is actually in The Mothman Prophecies. You guys know that? I did not know that. Yeah, now you know. Now you know. Do you hear that humming, by the way? Yeah, I, I do hear me? a humming. I hear a humming. Uh, 
Moody. Moody. Now you're humming. <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. If you're listening, we're trying to do our best to do this across airwaves, miles away from each other, states away from each other at this point. Right. So it may not be the best quality what you're used to getting from us, but we're trying to do the best we can. So hopefully you're laughing. It's like you're on my podcast. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, listen. Yeah, truthfully, like we're, we're, we're doing what we can. It's it, We're all quarantined. We're all away from each other. The buzzing went away, Moody. So whatever happened, it, it's not there mm. anymore. Yay. So, um, he's yeah. frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Is he really? Look at him. <laughs> There he is. There he is. Hey, blink twice if you need help, buddy. <laughs> Dude, everything froze up. You got. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you were like that. You were just like I thought you were just listening. <laughs> you were you were legit like this, like this. Yeah, I don't know. Everything froze up, dude. Oh man! All right, so Jesse, what is your number seven movie? <laughs> Ooh, uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, really? Wow. I love, well, I love my superhero movies, but if I had to pick one of all of them, yeah. No she's kidding. One of my favorites. I thought mm-hmm. it was good. I thought it was awesome. It was a good movie. It was sure. a little too girl power for me. But... <sighs> I'm all girl power. I got a, I got a Wonder Woman tattoo, man. What a I, I mean, I asshole. get it. I get it. I'm just saying it, they seemed like it, they went over the top. Like Black Panther goes over the top with, you know, yeah, no, Panthers? I get it. With Panthers? Panthers, yes, exactly. It goes over the top. But if you look at it this way, most female characters, especially superhero characters, are based off of, like, male characters. So you have, like, Spider-Man, Spider-Girl, Superman, Supergirl. So, like, uh, I like enough. the ones where you can get, like, you know, their own personality, their own, you know, their own person. They're not based off of anyone else. I mean, Captain she's Marvel, kind of based off Captain, yeah. Captain Marvel is just based off of Superman anyways, though. Yeah, but you don't really kind of get that from it. She's not just, you know, wearing an outfit from, you know, like off of somebody, some dude. So I kind of feel like she's got a lot, you know. Yeah, Yeah. and she's like one of the most powerful ones. So I've got one. I've got one on my list that's kind of a girl power movie that I think is a real, if you're going to be a girl superhero, it's this one. But we'll get to that later. (laughs) How did you see my list? Knew it. Knew it. Fuck off, man. Moody, you're number seven, friend. Uh, number seven, I actually have a, it's a double one for number seven because I couldn't choose between the two. Oh. Uh, it is uh, same director, actors, everything like that. It is uh, Hot Fuzz slash Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Oh. Do I have picks. to remove one of mine? Those are my number seven. Yep, um, yep. Both, both. All right, hold on. You can't on, uh, take both because both of those are right. on my list. Yeah, did it. Well, one of them's on my that? list. You can't take both. You got to pick one because both of those are on my list. They're both on your list. Correct. One of them. All on right. My if list. I had to take one of them, I'd probably take Hot Fuzz over Shaun of the Dead. Oh, you bastard! That's fine. Go ahead. You got Hot Fuzz. I'll I'll take it off my list. <laughs> I'll take Hot Fuzz. Though. I love Hot Fuzz though. Okay. I just watched it last night. That's just Such a good one movie. of those movies <sighs> that like I can just watch over and over again. I have the yeah. hard cases. I quote it constantly. Awesome. It's just like it's it's. It's Is there a ghost like, in the room? Like, you hear that? My sister's door. <laughs> it's ghost. By itself? It opened up? <laughs> yeah. What? Dude, we have live live ghosts? <laughs> right? Maybe she'll make some spooky noise in the background. 
There's there's a ghost in my room too right now. Ah! It's Doctor Phil. <laughs> he looks like he's about to grab the back of you. You better be careful. He wants a hug. Look at him. Come here. He does. Come come, come here, Jeff. <laughs> I want to talk about your attitude. No 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 no. <laughs> let's let, let's sit and talk about you, Jeff. Talk about these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> You guys really have to be watching the YouTube videos to understand that Jeff is infatuated <laughs> with a raccoon with big nuts. So, you. so, you got any facts about Hot Fuzz there, buddy? Uh, nothing like nothing made up. I, I, since I couldn't figure out which one I was gonna go with, I just didn't, I didn't really look up any kind of facts or anything like that. So, so you stole my fucking movie and don't have any fucking facts. <laughs> nice, fucker. All right, number uh, seven, uh, Jeff. What yeah. do you got? All right, number seven, I have. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, bitches. Ooh. All right. That's Classic. a good one. That's Classic a good one. one. I used good to watch one. it all the time when I was little. I mean, even when it's on TBS and stuff, I, I'll sit down and watch it if it's on. Great movie, if you yeah. haven't seen it. That's an awesome movie, actually. I love that one. Um, I, I'm a fan of all the Raiders movies. So, or they mm-hmm. are. The, but uh, Temple of the Doom is, is the best, yeah. one, in my opinion. Yeah, I, like I agree. Them all. I like them all. You got any facts on that one? Oh, yeah. I got some good stuff. So you remember the scene where he and Short Round are trapped in that room and Kate Capshaw has to reach her hand through that little hole and twist the, the, oh, the door yeah. lock with all the bugs? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So that scene, they had to give Harrison Ford and Kate Capshaw volume because they were both so freaked out because those were all real insects from a local insect farmer. They were so freaked out and they couldn't do it that movie producers gave them volume and jacked them all up so they could do that scene which i thought was kind of funny okay that's hilarious awesome and then uh, another thing is harrison ford fell off a real elephant during filming slipped three discs (laughs) in his back had emergency surgery and they postponed production for four months till he healed did not know that that's fucked yeah um all the film sound effects came from recording on scene at disneyland so every sound effect you hear in that movie came from disneyland whether it was like a roller coaster or people walking or whatever that's awesome (laughs) and then temple of doom was the first film that featured the pg-13 rating i did not know that wow and that was back in 1984. look at you Good job, I, Jeff. I came with it, man. You make fun of my 90s movies. Fuck off. I got facts. <laughs> <laughs> I got facts. All right, so then we're moving on to number six. All right, so my number six is actually has a very, uh, it's one of those movies that like a lot of people probably like, eh, it's not the greatest movie, whatever. Uh, it had a very, uh, it taught me something, which, you know, when you're young and you're stupid and you finally learn something about something, you kind of hold on to that. So it's actually a, uh, Kevin Smith's Chasing Amy. Oh, that's a good one. Oh. I'm a fan. And it kind of taught me, because I used to be kind of judgmental about people that I dated and what they did in their past and all this other stuff, and it just taught me that you just can't be that way, that you got to let the past be the past and move on. And uh, just a couple of facts about the movie. It's a great movie. It's, um, what the hell's his name? Uh, da, 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 ben Affleck yeah. and Joey Lauren Adams in it. It's part of the uh, Kevin Smith's with, uh, there's a cameo of... Uh, Jay and Silent Bob in it. You know what I mean? So it's that whole world they put together. Um, So the inspiration for the movie came out of uh, Kevin Smith, the director of it and the writer of it, his two-year relationship with Joey Lauren Adams, the chick who played um, Alyssa in the movie. I had no idea about that. So Kevin Smith actually dated her, and I guess he... Basically what he says is, his, his quote is, 
chasing Amy is me on a slab laid out for the world to see. So apparently he had some issues or whatnot, and he put her in the movie. I don't know if it was more of an apology type thing or what it was, but that's where the movie came from. So I thought that was kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much all I got on that one, but it's, it's just a great freaking movie. And it's all about, if you guys don't know about chasing Amy, um, Ben Affleck falls in love with this chick. She's a lesbian. He kind of turns her, finds out that she got finger cuffed and all kinds of shit went haywire. So yeah, great movie. Jesse, number six. You guys ready for this one? Yeah. I don't know if you know it. Uh-oh. Uh Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, Hell yeah, I know it. <laughs> That's a great one. Look at Moody's like, Moody. Moody's like, what? What do you mean? I don't know that. One of my favorite I just, I just made my kids watch that movie like two weeks ago. It's so it's on Netflix now. Is it? It's on Netflix. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I tried to buy that movie and when I worked at uh the video store it was on VHS. And the movie was like a hundred and something dollars, so I couldn't buy it. You know, because we work part time. So um I never actually got to own it. So I know, I know it's on there now. I get to watch it. So I'm excited. Oh, good. That's that awesome. is a cult classic, as they say. That's yes. a great movie. Oh, yeah. That's right there with me. It's um, that one. And then um, what's the, the like the blob? That, oh, those movies. Those movies yeah. kind of like yeah. they're just corny. They're campy. They're yep. just amazing movies. So, yeah, good choice they on are. that one. Good choice. Thank Moody, you. numero six. Number six, I went with uh, one of my other favorite comedies of all time, um, Spaceballs. Oh, oh yeah. Good one. Good great one. Pick. Oh, I, so I, that's, so, oh, I didn't think of that one. That's a good one. Maybe. I didn't either. I didn't either. That was the first movie my dad took to, uh, to go to the, the drive-in. My dad took me to go see nice. Spaceballs. Yeah. That's awesome, uh-huh. man. Fuck yeah. Uh, one of the odd things I found about that movie is when I was looking up the ratings, um, on Rotten Tomatoes, the critic score on Spaceballs is only 59. What? And the really? audience score is 90 almost. <laughs> it's so because like, that's people are telling you never trust the fucking, yeah, you never right. trust the fucking critics, man. Yeah. You never trust the critics. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's another one of those movies that if if I'm if I see it on anywhere, I have to watch it. I watch it probably once a week at this point, like late at night there's nothing else to do kind of like how john was with that fake i know it by heart i can watch the movie just by listening to it so hey john has grace seen Spaceballs? yes did you like it i, I think so okay I always think it's funny like we talk about because your wife doesn't watch a lot of movies. Like she's yeah. never seen Gremlins. Like she's never seen classic movies. She so wasn't a lot. I'm always curious what she thinks when she was a kid. Oh, that's yeah. Well, I do have yeah. a I have a fun little tidbit of this movie which you guys might enjoy. Uh, the escape pod launch sequence at the end is an <laughs> unused <laughs> clip from Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Is it really? Provided yeah, provided to Mel Brooks by Lucasfilm. <laughs> that's all. Awesome. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's super yeah, badass. I thought that was pretty cool. That's cool. So, great movie. Love that movie. Yeah. I I don't know why I didn't think of that one. That's so freaking awesome. That is, that's a good pick. <clears throat> all right, Jeff Rowe, number six on your list. All right, all right. So here's my female hero girl power movie. All right, number six is the Kill Bill series. Fucking oh, love them. Love them. Ever since they're my favorite movie. Tarantino movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just if you haven't seen it, it's I don't know how to explain it. It's just like gory, funny, twisted. I don't know action. I guess that's the best way to put it. But love them. Watch. Yeah, I love those movies. Uh, fun facts about 
Kill Bill, the scene where uh, a baseball is thrown at Uma Thurman, where she gets the Hanzo blade, the sword, and, you know, her sensei throws the baseball at her and she cuts the baseball in half. That's actually real. That actually really happened. Only oh, her wow. stunt double did it, but that oh, sword right. was so sharp that they, they got it in five takes. It took five takes and she got it and cut the baseball in half. That's awesome. That's cool. awesome. Uh, another fun fact is her yellow jumpsuit that she wears in the movie is uh, Tarantino's homage to Bruce Lee. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, here's a here's a really f- twisted fun one. She became pregnant. Uma Thurman became pregnant with Ethan Hawke's baby during the beginning of the first film, so they stopped filming for her because she started showing. So they stopped filming until she had the baby, and they resumed filming again. The baby she gave birth to is Robin from Scoops Ahoy and Stranger Things uh, Season 3, who is Maya Hawk. Wait. Oh, wow. Who, yeah. Who, who, Maya? In- yeah. Yeah. I so remember. Robin from Stranger Things, who works with Steve from Scoops Ahoy. Okay. <clears throat> the girl. Oh, Maya. is it really? Yeah. Of- That's Maya mm-hmm. Hawk. That's Ethan and Uma Thurman's daughter. The- she was pregnant with her during Kill Bill. That's that's crazy. Isn't that she's crazy? The, she's the one that was uh, turned out to be a lesbian, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no shit. So. That's- Badass. She was she was technically in Kill Bill in her mom's belly. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's her first starring role. Yeah. She's been training. Um, and then another f- funny one mm-hmm. I thought was hilarious is Tarantino used fake blood-filled condoms for bursting effects. So like all the oh. scenes where you see people like explode with blood, there were condoms full of fake blood. I thought oh. that was funny. That's kind of why didn't he just use the what what are they called the? Because it's Tarantino, you know. Uh, I guess that's true. So Kill Bill, Kill Bill is my number six. Love good that series. Choice. Watch good it all choice. the time. Yeah. Good choice. That's a female hero. That's a real female that, hero. That's right true. Very true. Yeah. So number five coming up here. My number five is the one, the only, Step Brothers. Oh, <laughs> golden. Love it. I can yeah. watch it any time of the fucking day. Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, Amazing. There's, there, I yeah. keep hearing rumors that they might do a sequel. But nothing's come to fruition yet. And it's driving me crazy because I would love to see him do it. But the problem is with those, we all know I fucking hate sequels. So they're probably just going to fuck it up anyway. Yeah. Because they always mm-hmm. do that. Like, like look at Dumb and Dumber. Man 2. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber. Like, Dumb and Dumber yeah, 2 was bad. shit. That yeah. was shit. That was garbage. So some fun facts about this amazing movie. Um, Adam McKay came up with the concept while editing Talladega Nights. Uh, they were all sitting down, Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, and Adam McKay. They all were sitting down editing Talladega Nights and came up with the idea for um, uh, Step Brothers. And the next day, someone in the editing room said bunk beds, which gave McKay the idea to have the two actors play overgrown Step Brothers. Thought that was cool. Um, well, so much room for activities. Yeah. John Hamm, you guys know who John Hamm is, right? Yeah, yeah. Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Matt, he plays on Mad Men. Um, he was almost Derek. Oh, that would have been so much better, I think. <laughs> yeah. Adam he, Scott's really funny, but yeah. I think John Hamm would have been hilarious. It would have been yeah, better. But he almost uh, played him. Um, it was Will Ferrell's real singing voice and John C. Riley's <laughs> real drumming during the end scene at the uh, the, the wine mixer. That's that was kind of cool that John yeah, C. Riley can nice actually cool. the drum. He does that freaking blah, blah, blah. Dude, he's actually an amazing wow. musician. Like, uh, you were singing Walk Hard earlier. Remember, you're like, Walk Hard. <laughs> he sang every single song. Yeah, yeah. The Dewey Cox. Yeah, Dewey Cox. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, the Dewey Cox story. And uh, let's see here. Uh, there was one more in here I wanted to say. Um, okay, so the testicles. Remember Brennan's testicles that he threw on the drums? Yeah. They cost $10,000 to make. 
<laughs> but they're fake. Fake balls. You could have gave me. Ten for ten grand. Yep. Yep. Ten grand, dude. Wow. And and the best part about it is Will Ferrell kept them. <laughs> Amazing. All right, so Jesse, what is your number five all-time movie? <clears throat> number five is Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that one. I've never, never seen me that you one. Not, okay. Can't, okay. That is like one of the it, best movies. I've never ever. heard of that. Really? All right, you got to watch it. Homework, yeah. watch it. I swear to you, watch it. What Sounds the platform is, is it on? Funny, um... We own it, so I don't know if it's on like Netflix or what. But if you, you, it should come right up. It might be on Netflix. Would you say this is a good Definitely movie to do a, a drunken review on? It's a good movie, so I don't know. I mean, you guys would be laughing too much too. Like that's make what fun we need because that's we perfect. watched uh, Tyler watch Perry's it. U.S. and it was not funny at all. <laughs> no, wa- okay, then watch this movie. Want to do a drunken review? Watch it. Yeah. there you go. All right. all right, we'll do that. That sounds awesome. And what's it called okay. again? Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Scout's Guide to the uh, Zombie Apocalypse. That sounds yep. fantastic. I love it. Yeah, yeah. we'll definitely it do it. It is one of my favorites. Awesome. Uh, Moody, number five, brother. Number five. <laughs> number five. <laughs> we should get that sound bite from Riley doing it. Yeah. Uh, so number five on my list um, is probably, probably my favorite horror movie of all time. Uh, oh. it's, uh, it's the... John Carpenter's version of The Thing. Yes. Uh, Kurt Russell. Fucking love. You'll, you'll notice that is the second Kurt Russell movie I have on my list. It is Escape not from last, L.A. or Big Trouble in Little China? It is oh, not the Big last. Trouble you'll have in Little China. Okay. You'll have to wait and see. But, uh, yeah, I think I think the uh, the effects were fucking phenomenal. I like practical effects. Fuck the police! <laughs> 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 what the hell just happened? All right, so you got any tidbits on that one? Uh, that was that movie is John Carpenter's personal favorites of all of his movies. Was that movie? Uh, the movie it says here that has become a part of culture in Antarctica. If you can believe that. It's a long-standing tradition in all British Antarctic research stations. To watch the movie as part of their midwinter feast and celebration every year. That's weird. But, Can you uh, imagine that? Can you imagine being out in the middle of fucking like basically where that movie transpires and they make yeah. you watch it? Yeah. <laughs> like, is I this gonna that. happen? I don't want. I don't, uh. <laughs> Amazing. I one other uh, cool thing <clears throat> I can find it really quick. Um, there were two guys. I can't remember what it said. Two guys. <laughs> Two guys. Two guys. Two dicks. They went and found. They they made the trip to Antarctica and found the original uh, filming site, and they found the remains of like all of the stuff. And uh, the dude took uh, like the helicopter that they blew up was still there, like the remnants of it and shit. The wow. Guy took, like he's got the helicopter rotor in his house. That's probably put it on eBay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, I thought that was pretty sweet too. That's awesome. Did you like uh, the the reboot they did? I I saw it once. I didn't hate it, but I was kind of indifferent to it. Because it was like it was supposed to be like a uh, a, a prequel, yeah. Prequel of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't think I didn't hate it, so it was all right. Yeah, because it was supposed to. I mean, I don't really remember that much of it, but it was it was basically supposed to follow the Norwegians and how it got to that point. 
Yeah, it was it was all right. It was. I actually don't really remember that much of it, so. Because you were probably drunk and or high. Most likely. Uh, Most likely. Yeah. Jeff, number number five. All right, so here's the thing, guys. We're at number five. That means this list is getting critical now at this point, right? Top five? I would say, uh, yeah, I'd have to say so. Like, you know, the the ten, whatever. Okay, number five for me is fucking Wayne's World. (laughs) I've watched Wayne's World. Dude. Dude, this is movies that you own or you watch. Or you want to watch all the time, right? I if I have to be honest, fucking Wayne's World is like in my top five. It is, it. whether it's a good movie or not. I toyed with putting that in my top ten as well. So. See? It's a great See? movie. And it's probably one of the most quoted movies of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. When we were growing up, Wayne's World was huge. Huge. Like, I saw that Everybody. Movie the, I remember seeing that in the theater, man. See? No shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Everybody yeah. used to say, like, oh, what is it? Swing all the fucking time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. that was just, that was the. Or my favorite that I still say all the time is uh, favorite ice cream pr- flavor is pralines <laughs> and dick. Yeah. I still say that to this day. Yeah. So, awesome. fun facts about Wayne's World. Here we go. Dana Carvey, he created Garth based on his older brother, Brad. I oh, guess wow. his older brother, Brad, is exactly like Garth. Like, mannerisms, everything, which I thought was funny. I tried to find pictures of him. I couldn't find anything. But I like to play. Um... <laughs> The film helped not only revive Rob Lowe's career, which was in the dumps at the time, but it was also the very first film that Chris Farley ever started. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. I thought was yep. interesting because he's oh, a security yeah. guard, remember? Yeah. Security For guard. Freaky yeah. Sharp Sharp Records. Yeah. Right? Um, Chris Dana Carvey, like you're talking about John C. Riley, Dana Carvey really played the drums. Oh, yeah. He's and, a badass. Uh, yeah. The scene, the scene where he's like, "I like to play that whole little drum solo." That was in one take, and that was him, like impromptu. Like he just grabbed the sticks and like the whole. And yeah, he's it. a badass man. Absolutely, but he's actually a really good drummer. Um, and 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 he did do the song "Chopping Broccoli." I don't know if I've heard that. <laughs> You've never heard that "Chopping Broccoli." No. Chopping Broccoli. <laughs> That's from Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah, yeah, you got to look it up. It's so awesome. <clears throat> okay. Um, you remember the scene where they're at the airport laying on the car and the planes fly by overhead? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that scene, uh, Myers and Carvey, they improvised the dialogue. They didn't have any dialogue. They were supposed to just lay there and watch cards. Well, they did the whole skit of, did you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when you put on a female costume? That was all improvised dialogue on the cuff. Like, That's they just did it on the cool. rim. Fucking awesome. And they kept it. So I thought that was pretty good. Um, and then Tia Carrera, who is Cassandra in the movie, uh-huh. she turned down a role for Baywatch, like a steady role on Baywatch to do this movie, to do Wayne's World. No shit. Yeah. Wow, she's that was interesting. So Wayne's World, it's a classic. If you haven't seen it, you're dumb. Yay, Wayne's World. <laughs> Love it. No, yeah. You are dumb if you've never seen Wayne's World. All right, we're getting greedy now. This is top four. This is All serious right. business now. All right. All right. My number four, man. I'm glad nobody said this one because this is seriously, I mean, by the way, Moody, you did take my number three, which was um, no, no, no. You took my number two. You took Hot Fuzz. Uh, uh, sorry, just sorry, letting dude. you know sorry. when I'm yeah. So my number four, is fucking Goodfellas. Nice, uh, dude. I can watch that movie front to back. Joe Pesci is Look fucking. Look at your shine box. Yeah, he's just <laughs> the the scene. Where, uh, um, what's his name? Ah, shit. Why can't I think of his fucking name right now? I had, I have all my shit right here. The lead guy. What's his name? Robert De Niro? No. Or, Henry uh, Hill? Um, Henry Hill. Yoda? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Henry Hill. So when Henry Hill walks over and, uh, you know, he's start, he just started dating his soon-to-be wife or whatever, and that dude, like, tried to molest her, 
Mm-hmm. And so he, he literally gets out of the car, walks over, pulls out the gun from his fucking hip, doesn't say a word, and just pistol whips the fucking shit out of that dude. Yeah. I remember watching that just going, I wish I were that badass. Because he just yeah. fucked that dude up, man. Mm-hmm. So now there are a bunch of cool things that you could sit here and talk about with this movie because the movie's fucking great. But my favorite one, and the only one I'll even mention, is the movie's famously huge fuck count was mostly <laughs> improvised. So among the many things Goodfellas has become famous for over the past quarter century is the liberal use of the word fuck. In all, the expletive and its many colorful derivatives are used 300 times, making it the 12th most F-bomb-laden film ever released. We have to find out what the other 11 are. And the script only called for the word to be used 70 times, but much of the dialogue was improvised during shooting where the expletives piled up. Roughly half of them ended up being spoken by Joe Pesci. <laughs> he just nice. said, fuck, fucking top, fuck, fuck you, fuck you. You fucking, <laughs> get your fucking shine, you fucking fuck. You talking yeah. to me, my brother? Yeah, so I, I absolutely love that. <laughs> so now, check this out. Two other Scorsese films outrank Goodfellas when it comes to saying the word fuck. The word has dropped 422 times in Casino. Great movie. And 506 times in The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, Wolf mm-hmm. of Wall Street's great. That's a great movie. Yeah, they say the word fuck 506 times. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> so that's my, what is it? That's my number four. Love that movie. Goodfellas could watch it all day Good long. Pick. Jesse, what is your number four top movie? Well, it's the second one, but it's kind of the franchise, Alien. Oh, that was my number two. Oh, oh. Bitch. <laughs> really? This is, like a, this is like another game in and of itself. Like, yeah. Aliens, number two. Number two in the, number, in the franchise, though, right? Number yeah, two in the franchise. Yeah, two. that's my number two. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Good, good pick. <laughs> right. That's right. hilarious. Good job. Good job. I, I love, own it. I own all of them. I love They're the great. entire Aliens franchise, even the one with fucking <laughs> Winona Ryder in it, which was Yeah, weird. yeah, no. Do you weird, know how but... many times, like, I'll just be talking to someone randomly, I'll be like, they mostly come out at night. <laughs> <laughs> My sister and I say <laughs> like, to what? each other, too. <laughs> and what were the Let's new ones? Memes. Mostly. The new ones that were kind of like the, uh, the... Prometheus. The Prometheus. I yeah, thought those that were was... Really cool. They I, were I, cool, yeah. I just oh, love the whole... Tra- and plus, I am a huge fan of... Uh, Oh my god, dude! My brain is farting out today. Sigourney Weaver. No, no, the uh, the artist that did it all. Um, Geiger. 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 H.R. Geiger. Yeah. Mm. Fucking brilliant. He actually came up with the design for the alien, for the alien ships, and everything else. The dude is a fucking beast. Love him. So good job. Good pick on that, and good nice job, pick. Jeff. Up. Sorry, Jeff. Moody, fuck That's me all up. right. <laughs> Moody, you're number four. Well, number four, we're going we're going back to comedies here. Um, it's uh, it's it's one of my most quoted movies of all. Napoleon time. Dynamite. No, no, that <laughs> one didn't movie, make list, Sorry, uh, Super Troopers. Yeah. Ah, okay. All right. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. That one. That one is. Uh, I've seen it. I can't tell you how many times. I know pretty much by heart. And it's just one of those dumb, funny, fucking movies that I can watch over and over and over and over again. So. It's definitely higher up on my list. So. Have pick. you seen the second one yet? I actually, I, <laughs> I decided I didn't want to watch the second one because I didn't want it to fuck up the first one. The sequel suck. Yep, Good I agree. Call. Yep, Good I call. agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Any facts on that one? I got a couple of funny ones. Uh, okay. 
when when Farver goes up to the car and says uh, license and registration, chicken fuckers, uh, that's actually his parents in the car. <laughs> and, uh, they, they had no idea what he was going to say. Uh, so the reaction where they're just like, what the hell? Like, that was a real reaction. That's uh, fantastic. That's uh, nice. great. The scene where they're doing the bulletproof cup and uh, the dude's just standing out there wearing like that metal cup or whatever. Uh, apparently they filmed that right outside of a prison. And while they were filming that scene, like all the guys in the prison were up at the fence, like hooting and hollering at the dude. Wearing oh, the that's, that's creepy. Um, and one of the other ones I thought was funny was uh, when they had the dude shoved in the locker and they were spraying him down with shaving cream. <laughs> they, uh, they accidentally used menthol shaving cream. Oh, so it, like burned oh. the fuck out of him. Yeah, they had to send him. They sent him to the firehouse next door to get hosed off with a fire hose. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you use menthol? I don't think oh. they. It said they didn't realize that they were using menthol. I don't know how you don't you know, but that's amazing. So it like oh, burned man. the shit out of him. I guess. <laughs> that's crazy. Good job nice. on that one. That's a great movie, man. Yeah, I didn't I like it when I first watched it, but the, I'm the. It's weird, like Anchorman. I hated Anchorman mm. when I first watched Dude, it. Dude, I was just going to say, Anchorman was one of those that I watched once, and I was like, this is the dumbest fucking movie ever. Like, Same. I fucking hated it. And then all of a sudden, like, I started watching it, and then my friends start quoting it, and then I start quoting it, and it just became this fucking, okay, Anchorman's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it's one of those, you just got to, you just got to disconnect and just fucking laugh, man. Yeah, exactly. Don't think about the movie. Don't think about the plot line. Just fucking laugh. <laughs> period. Yeah. So I love it. All right, Jeff. All right, so number four. This, this is serious now. Yes, sir. Good number business. four. Number four for me of all time is Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Ah, good one. 1980, by far, in my opinion, the best Star Wars movie ever made. And still, to this day, best one ever made. Yeah, um, I agree. I watched this religiously as a kid. So when I was really little, we had HBO, and it was on all the time. So I probably watched... Empire Strikes Back at least 50 times by the time I was like six years old. It was like my favorite. And I still watch it all the time. So, some little fun facts about uh, Empire Strikes Back. We've gone over this with Chris before and the Mandela effects. Uh, Darth Vader never said, Luke, I am your father. We know that. We wouldn't yeah. do that in the last we podcast. We one. did that. Uh, Carrie Fisher had to stand on a box while filming her scenes with Harrison Ford because he was so much taller than her. <laughs> Didn't know that. I knew she was short, but I didn't know she had to stand on a box for every scene, which I thought was funny. Uh, Yoda was originally going to be named Minch, M-I-N-C-H, Minch. Ooh. So could you imagine Baby Minch? <laughs> it's got a nice ring to it, right? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, look at the Baby Minch. Can I get a Baby Minch tattoo? Fuck you. Um, <laughs> and then the last little fact, there wasn't a whole lot, be- which I thought there would be, because Star Wars nerds you usually have everything, but... Uh, Mark Hamill, who played Luke Skywalker, he did all his own stunts, which I thought was interesting. Oh. I didn't know that. So, that's awesome. I didn't know that either. Yeah, he that's did very all cool. his own stunts. So Good Empire, job. for sure, number four, solid. I do have to say, though, that uh, all these movies, and because we're getting to our top three coming up here now, I do have to say that all these movies, the ones that I've seen, um, are all great movies. You guys all picked fucking great movies. Obviously, i got to go and watch the, uh, the Scout and the Zombie Apocalypse thing or whatever it is. <laughs> I would definitely want to watch that, but I think you guys are picking some great, solid fucking movies. I thought there was going to be some, like, really fucking, like, outlandish shit, especially with, uh, you know, <coughs> Moody. <coughs> uh, <laughs> so, listen, since the motherfucker decided to try to take two at one time, 
Son mm. of a bitch. Um, my number three is Shaun of the Dead. Ah, uh, yes. Is it your number three? Nice. Uh, sorry. It's such a good okay. movie. Like, I've fought both of you Yeah, one, you did. You, you tried to, you fucker. Um, but it's just a great movie. First of all, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost have the most, the, the greatest um, mm-hmm. um, um, rapport, yeah, with each other on film. Great. Every movie they've made, I've absolutely fucking loved. I love mm-hmm. it. I love Paul. I love mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. Hot, yes, Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Was, Hot Fuzz was my number two. Um, and I introduced that movie recently, that and Shaun of the Dead, to my 12-year-old daughter, and she's just infatuated with them. All she wants the to do is- The world's end? Uh, oh, the world's yeah, oh, yeah, that's a great, that's a great one, one, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I like Paul. Movie. I thought Paul was awesome. Paul was good. Paul was great. Paul was good. I think yeah. The World's um, End is super underrated. Super. It is. It is. Super underrated. Such a great movie. Um, so, a couple of little fun facts about it. Um, Shaun of the Dead wasn't the original title. Um, it was originally supposed to be called Tea Time of the Dead. <laughs> I heard, I've heard that before. Tea yeah. Time of the Dead! <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, yeah, the throwback to George Romero, he was actually a huge fan of this movie. He loved this movie to death. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely loved it. Uh, in the film, Sean's mother calls him Pickle. And apparently that's not just something the filmmakers made up. Wright's own mother called him that as a boy, apparently while she taught some of his classes at school, much to his embarrassment. Imagine your mom being your teacher at school and calling you Pickle in front of your friends. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, Pickle! In a British accent, let alone. Yeah. Oh, Pickle! <laughs> oh, he's a teacher, I'm Pickle! <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, if you've seen the movie, one character death actually caused actual tears <laughs> on set. Moody and Jesse, whose death do you think that was in the movie? His mom. His mom. When his mother died in the movie, Barbara, Barbra, get into car, Barbara. That was anyway. pretty, that was, a, that, was a, that was like the one part of that movie that you're just like, oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. Yeah, Back up, four eyes. <laughs> um, I, dude, again, I could quote this from front to back, love it. Um, so yes, uh, it was when Barbara, which was Sean's mother when she passed away in the movie, that was the uh, the one that like they were actually crying over. So it's you know it's a comedy, but people are actors and they're doing their thing. So Shaun of the Dead, that's my number three. Fuck you, Moody. <laughs> Jesse, um, do you want to use your next one, or do you just I want to bypass use, this round? I will. I will use one of my uh, spares. There you go. Awesome. Um. Okay. So this is hard to decide. <sighs> Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder, yes. I'm gonna go for comedy. So, if if we would have had like a top 15 or top 20, that would have been it. No, because it's another one I could sit there and watch all day long. Never go full retard. (laughs) Happy (laughs) Jack. I'm a dude dressed as another dude trying to play another dude. Jack Black was underrated in that movie too, though. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. dude, you let me out of this. You let me out of this. I'll suck your dick. I'll I'll stroke the cock. I'll crinkle the balls. Yeah. <laughs> it is such a fucking just amazing movie. That was good. That was, good that was choice good on that one. Good choice. Thanks. Nice. Even though it wasn't your actual number three, I apologize. Okay. Um, okay, I have so many more. Good. Moody. <laughs> number three, uh, number bro. Three, number three is the uh, the third and final Kurt Russell movie. And I know Jeff's been probably waiting for it to see which one it is. I know it is. Is it Lopan? The Green Eye Girl! It is Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. 
Yes. Yeah. Great, great, great movie. For all you listeners out there, if you don't know about Big Trouble in Little China, punch yourself directly in the fucking mouth. You know what I old agree. Jack Burton always says at a time like this. <laughs> Jack Burton. Checks in the mail. <laughs> you got some facts about this one, buddy? You can't trust Jack Burton, the truck driver. <laughs> He's a truck driver. He now kung fu. Actually, I don't have any facts about that one, unfortunately. No, oh, that's okay. Uh, it's a great movie was, anyway. That was, that was one of the late additions to my list that I was sitting here like, Oh fuck! How did I forget that one? Some so of the movies, out. like my top couple, don't have facts either. Like I looked everywhere, and there's just nothing. Well, I'll I give just, a fact. A... What's if you guys want? To, if you guys want to, for the for the lady listeners out there, um, if you've ever watched the show Sex in in the City, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. What was her name? Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. Samantha. Kim Cattrall is Samantha in Sex in the City. She was the uh, reporter, right? Was yeah, she, she, reporter? Was, yeah. she was the yeah. reporter in Big Trouble in Little China. So there you go. Yeah. Here's your correlation, ladies. Get out there and watch it. Because Jack Burton is Jack Burton. <laughs> He's Fuck fucking yeah, awesome. The Pork, Pork Chop Express. Pork Chop, the dude, name I named my old, car, <laughs> my old car was named the Pork Chop Express, dude. Nice. Awesome. Good call on that one, brother. That's a great nice. movie. Yeah, All right, Jeffro. One of my favorites, man. Yeah, fuck yeah. Jeffro, number All three. All right, so this was getting tough at this point because we're talking three, right? That's like one of those scenarios, like if you're – dead on an island you could clearly take three movies with you what three movies would you take kind of deal well number three one for me yeah. number three for me and you guys are gonna laugh but it's the 40 year old virgin oh I that's a great fucking movie. love that movie it's like one of my all-time favorites i watch it probably once a month like it's just one of my favorite movies of all time um so here's some facts about the 40 year old virgin uh, Universal Studios provided case study data to director Judd Apatow and Steve Carell on middle-aged virginity for them to help write the movie. So wow. they actually like paid lots of money and did a whole study on like middle-aged virgins to find out like what they like, what they do, what their hobbies are and shit. And that's where they got like the story basically. <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> Which I thought funny. was kind of funny. That's um, pretty awesome, man. That's another, dedication right there. Yeah. Man. Another fun fact is Steve Carell lost 30 pounds for the role because they didn't want him. They wanted him to be shy and nerdy and not a virgin based on his looks. Mm. That's just how Apatow said. So they okay. made him lose 30 pounds for that movie, which I thought was weird. But uh, the waxing scene was real and all the reactions were right off the rip from Steve I Carell. knew that. I saw mm. that before. No. Yeah. When he's like, oh, Kelly Clarkson, which he yeah. rips the thing. Like, that's all unscripted. <laughs> Nipple fucker. Yeah, and that was real. Like that when he was bleeding, that was all real. So I thought that was funny. <laughs> so wait a minute. The funny part about that is when he literally looked at the chick and go, "I hate you." Yeah, that was real. <laughs> that poor chick. You could see the look on her face. Like, oh my god, that's yeah. awesome. Um, you know the actor that played Haziz. You know he's like, it's not about the cock, the butthole, and the butthole pleasures. Yeah. And blah blah blah. That guy. The rusty trombone. Do you know he was sentenced to life in prison for attempted murder of his girlfriend in, two, in 2010? <laughs> He's in prison now for life. Get That's why fuck. you haven't seen him on anything. The little Indian dude? Yes. God. Get the fuck out of here. I didn't know that. He that tried is... to kill his girlfriend and they threw him in prison for life. He's like, That's where he is. That is Holy fucked shit. up. So, 40 year old virgin, great movie. If you haven't seen it, you will laugh your ass off. It's Love it. Classic. <laughs> Love it. All right. So obviously my number two Moody took away from me. Sorry, buddy. But I just do have to say that I do love Hot Fuzz. It's a fucking fantastic movie. 
And Do you have I, an alternate? I I I did have an alternate and I don't have it on here anymore. So I'm gonna have to bypass my number two because Moody's a dick. Anyway, so Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is your number two all-time movie? Evil Dead Three: Army of Darkness. Ah, ah nice. Good. Very yeah. Good. I mean, I like them all, but that's my favorite. It's a great movie, man. Bruce Campbell. He's a fucking mm-hmm. madman. I love it. Yo, she bitch. Say hello to my boomstick. <laughs> love it. Great. Good job. Great movie. Moody. Thank you. What do you got for number two? Number two. Um, I saw this movie in the theater with uh, you guys. I'm pretty sure you both know Andy Herrick from Camara. Yeah, Handles. Handles. It was me and him and another buddy of ours, Chris. We went to see this movie in the theater. We were one that we were like three of us and maybe like five other people. And everybody that walked out was like, this movie is fucking terrible. It's so bad, blah, blah, blah. And I had loved it from the moment I saw it. Years later, it is a huge cult classic. Uh, it is The Big Lebowski. Ah, oh, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good movie. I, uh, Good movie. The Dude Abides. I used to watch this movie constantly. I love it. I think it's hilarious. It uh, is a great movie. The humor in it is just is amazing to me. Like The way it was written, it's a Coen Brothers movie. So, you know, it's got their feel to it. And I just, I've always loved it. It's just, it's, to me, it's a phenomenal movie. It's one of my favorites, so. Cohen Brothers are badass. I got a a couple little fun things about this one. Um, Awesome. Before, before each scene that Jeff Bridges would do, he would ask the Cohen Brothers if the dude sparked up before he got to this scene. And if the Cohen Brothers said yes, he would rub his eyes real hard to get him bloodshot. So it looked like he was high. Um, (laughs) That's awesome. This was, John Goodman said this was the favorite film of his that he's ever been in, which is saying some shit because he's been in some good movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he says man 147 times in the movie. <laughs> it's it just like to, your opinion, man. It averages out to 1.5 times a minute that he says the word man. Awesome. Wow. Love it. Love keeping it. With, keeping with your theme earlier of movies that say fuck a lot, they say fuck 292 times. <laughs> Which is somewhere around number 20 on the list. That's the theme of the show, not just me and yeah. what I'm talking about. Like, we love that word. This one this one is for you guys, my Ohio guys. In the movie, the dude's wearing a shirt that says Medina Sod on it. And I always wondered about that, and I found this little tidbit. The shirt was found in a thrift shop in L.A. and was actually owned by a foreman that worked at Medina Sod in Medina, Ohio. Wow, that's cool. It's an actual shirt from a company in Medina, Ohio. That's badass. I like that. A little throwback to Ohio. That was pretty cool, yeah. For for you people out there who may not know anything about Ohio, um, Medina's not far from us. It's like, well, from, from, it's like half hour, 45 minutes, right? From you, it's not even that. Yeah, it's about 25 minutes from you. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. it's it's close. That's really cool. Awesome. Love it. Big Lebowski's a great movie. Coen Brothers make amazing films. Yeah. They really do. They make some really fucked up films, but they make amazing films. <laughs> Jeff, number two on your list of top um, ten my, best films. My number two was stolen. Jesse had it. It was Aliens. Oh yeah, that's right. What do you got? You got a you got a replacement? So, no, because it is like my number two. So I'll just wait for number one. 
All right, so I don't I'll tell have you any what... facts on it really because I looked it up and there wasn't really a lot for that. So, so I tell you what, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break for one of our sponsors, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about our number one all-time favorite movies. All right, so you guys stick tight, and we'll be right back. This episode of the Midnight Train Podcast is sponsored by Voodoo Vodka, twenty times distilled, made from pure cane sugar and handcrafted right here in Ohio. Vodka can be smooth and voodoo proves it. Drink it straight, chilled, or in your favorite mixed drink. Ask for it wherever you buy your favorite liquors or head over to voodoo.com and subscribe to their mailing list. While you're there, pick up some voodoo merchandise and use the promo code Midnight Train Podcast, all one word, to get 10% off your entire order. That's voodoo, V O U D O U X.com. Promo code Midnight Train Podcast for 10% off. And you can now buy this delicious vodka online. So order some today and drink with us whenever you listen to the show. Voodoo Vodka, it's magic. All right, we are back and we're talking about our top 10 favorite movies of all time. And they have all been amazing up to this point. We are up to number one. Okay, so this probably was one of the hardest decisions (laughs) you've ever had to make in your entire life. Jeff now has a chihuahua behind him again. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right, so my number one movie has been my number one movie probably since, I mean, the first time I saw it when I was a little kid in the 80s. I grew up in the 80s. I'm old as fuck. It's fine. My number one movie, hands down, is The Goonies. Oh, good movie. The Goonies, and and people can argue about it, and they can say whatever they want to say. I don't give a fuck about your opinion. This fucking movie is amazing. I love it. There it is. Mama Fratelli, baby. (laughs) There she is. Love it. Sneak shoes. I love it because it's 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 campy, it's Spielberg, it's um um Pitches a pair. I'd be saying about my pitches a pair. Little kids, the writing on it was amazing. It had that fifty dollar bill. (laughs) (laughs) Booby twats. I said booby twats. Guys, it's just a couple part. It's just a couple part. <laughs> what is it? B flat? If you hit the wrong note, we'll all be flat. <laughs> so I, I love it. It's it's kids. It's it's freaking uh, what's his nuts before he went all fucking crazy. You um, know what it is? It's Stranger Things before Stranger Things. 100%. 100% That's it is. Exactly what it is. They're out on an adventure. Sean Astin, who, who went on to be in Stranger Things, was fucking all. He ends up getting killed. Spoiler alert. Um, Bob Newby. Yeah, he was also in uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He was Sam. Um, and he was a little fucking kid. Rudy. Yeah, he was Rudy, you know. <laughs> and then uh, what's his name? The fucking whack job that just came out and said that a bunch of dudes diddled his wiener. Um, Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's that guy, weird now. Yeah, he's fucking weird. So that dude was in it. Like just a fucking. It was just awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Thanos. Um, Thanos is in it. Yeah, Josh Brolin's mm-hmm. in it. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. He was young as fuck. He was like seven or eight, 17 or 18 years old. Yep. Oh, it's so mm-hmm, awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, so just a couple of things here. We'll touch on this real fast here. One, the film was mostly shot on location. Um, it was uh, pretty much done entirely in Astoria, Oregon, and within five months, so that's kind of cool. Um, it is Josh Brolin's movie debut, and, you know, that's the guy from No Country from Old Men and Thanos. Um, so uh, let's see here. So Brand... In a small goof, Sean Astin, who plays Mikey, calls Josh Brolin by his actual name, not by his character's name. In the scene after Chunk breaks the water cooler in the basement of the abandoned restaurant. Go back and listen to it. He actually calls him Brolin. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. 
Chunk, that little fat kid that almost had his fucking hand chewed off or mowed out or whatever you want to call it in a blender by the Fratellis, he's actually a huge rep in the um, business or not business, the movie world. He is a, um, what do you call it? He has an entertainment law firm for movie stars. And isn't he like all, he's like all ripped and shit too, isn't he? He though? doesn't look at, he's, he doesn't, he actually looks like you, Moody, but half of you. Is that a fat joke on my expense? Yes, sorry. Um, so Sean Astin's one-eyed Willie speech was technically improvised. They told him what kind of what to say, and he actually created that whole thing. Remember when they're talking about this? This is Willie's, you know, because they were trying to take all the jewels. <laughs> Jesus oh, leave one for Willie. <laughs> if you guys didn't know who Sloth is, Sloth was actually John Matusak, who was – the 1973 NFL dra- in the NFL draft and won two Super Bowls with the Oakland Raiders. He was actually a badass football player back in the day. So that listen, bottom line, that's my number one. That's my number one, and it just goes to show that I am a fucking kid at heart and probably have the intelligence of a fucking twelve year old too. So <laughs> I love fart and knock knock jokes, and I'll take it all day long. That's my number one, Jesse. What is your number one top number one? <sighs> I'll watch it every single time it's on and any of its counterparts. Back to the Future. Oh, oh yeah. Good call. I mm-hmm. could, again, I could watch all those. Every yeah. one of them. Yeah, every yeah. time. Love them. Yep. Good call on that one. Those, those are great Thank fun you. movies. Again, Spielberg. Just saying. Yep. Moody. Fun fact. Did you Uh-oh. know Eric Stoltz was the original Marty McFly? Yes. And that's actually him punching uh, Biff in the uh, diner. Yep. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. Moody, what's your number one, buddy? Okay. Well, first of all, I want to preface this by saying my number one was stolen. <laughs> by who? I'm not going to say by who. I will just tell you what the movie is. Okay. Uh, by by showing you this. It is ah, Army of Darkness. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh-oh. Literally, I am in my room right now looking at about 15 to 20 different figures. I have sitting next to my bed right here, my Army of Darkness. Oh, I don't have any of that stuff. It is by far my favorite movie of all time. Yeah, it's a good movie. uh, I've lost kind of how many times I've seen it. I love the whole series, all the Mm -hmm. Evil Dead. Uh, Evil Dead 2, I think, is one of the greatest horror movies ever. It is. I just I, I can't get enough. Bruce Campbell's probably my favorite. He's like the biggest B movie actor out there, but he's probably like one of my favorite actors of all time. I'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. I honestly I, I knew you were going to pick that because you mentioned Boba uh, Boba Otep in the beginning. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. knew I knew you were going to take that and, and run with it. <laughs> so that's when she said it. I was watching your face to see if you'd break, and you didn't. I, didn't and I, I, you know, I was like, go. I was watching you though, and I was like, maybe it's not. It's a good job. I wasn't gonna let it go, man. I had to. I had to conceal my heartbreak. Nice. That's hilarious. <laughs> all right. Army. Army of Darkness. Number one. All time. There you go. Uh-huh. Good pick. Good. Good pick, Jeff. I am just. <laughs> I am sitting here, electric with anticipation. Dude, that she's the best, dude. I hope she never she is. dies. I know. I Betty White is just the best. So, what's your number one, brother? 
Uh, I've already said it before on the podcast before, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, what? But Interstellar, by far, is like my favorite movie of all time, hands down. I watch it all the time. It is my favorite movie. I love the story. I love everything about it. I think it's fucking phenomenal. And that's just that. I think I have to go back and revisit it because I personally didn't like it the first time I saw it. Yeah, I got to rewatch it too. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't my favorite movie, and uh, to be honest, uh, and not negating what you your thing, but out of all the movies we've talked about, uh, out of all forty plus movies we've talked about, that's the only one where I'm like, eh. you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, I'm I love have- it. I just it's for me, it's just like the the whole thing behind it is just fucking amazing to me. All right, it. so there you go. That's awesome, man. Well, those are our top ten movies of all time, all Ta-da. time, all Yay. time. So we want to thank you guys for listening. Now, now before we even do that, Jeff, do we do you have a hates at all this week? Uh, no, I was going to do a quick hate roulette since we're all kind of going off each other with movies. So I thought what would be fun is we just pick a topic and each of us will take a turn, pick a topic, and then we each have to say one thing we hate about it. We'll okay. just, so it'll be four times, four hates, right? All right, So go. I'll, I'll go first. Um... This could be a good one. Cats. <laughs> what do you hate about cats? I fucking hate everything about cats, personally. Awesome. Five cats. I I have a cat that I like, but I hate that cats are just fucking like. First of all, they're little. They're dicks. They're dicks. They're just dicks. They're, they're like the dicks of the cat world or the the animal world. Like they. Are. I don't have to say anything because you all know I fucking hate cats. Right. So right. We'll right. That Jesse. Uh, I actually do cat rescue, uh, TNR rescue. Um, I have a uh, multiple amount of foster cats. Not even foster cats, like outside cats. I have inside cats. Uh, I have a cat donut. Oh, your cats. Um, yeah. where, where is, is, is the baby Yoda going to be eating the donut? I'm going to send you a baby Yoda. You wait, mate. You wait. I'm telling you. Uh, no, a baby Minch. Riding a cat. A baby a Minch. Cat. Riding a, minch, a cat. Yeah. Oh my yeah, I'm not, I don't hate them. Sorry. All right. I hate people who hate them. Okay, well, uh, that, that's related. All right, John. Uh, shit. Uh, right now, what do I hate? Yeah. I hate ignorant assholes that are not, that act like this fucking corona thing isn't a big deal and that their life is, it, they're selfish pricks. That's what I hate. So in this coronavirus right now, with everything that's going on, I hate the selfishness of people. That's what I hate. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I I'll do. agree to that. And I hate this. I hate how they wear masks like this at the store. Like, <laughs> like, hey, bro. hey, bro. I'm safe, right? Right, bro? I'm safe? It's just, it's just stupidity. And, and I hate that, like, you know, it's common sense, man. If we want this whole curve and everybody to fucking get over it, stay the fuck at home. Stay away from people. Dude, I had to go. I, unfortunately, I had to go to Home Depot. And I walked into the store. And I knew what I was going for. I was going in, paying for it, and getting the fuck out. There were lines of people just congregated. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this, man. I'm not doing it. I'm leaving. And I fucking dip the fuck out. I didn't even get what I needed. To get. So, All right, Moody. So real quick, my, on the, the coronavirus thing, on me, the one thing that I've been hating about that recently is everywhere I go, when I have to go out somewhere, like if I go to a grocery store, I had to go to Home Depot as well. Uh, I am seeing fucking gloves all over mm-hmm. the fucking gloves, all over the fucking gloves. I actually yeah, saw people some just today. throwing them. Yep. Yeah. Just like they go to their car to get in their car, they just take them off and throw them in a fucking parking lot. Miserable fucking like littering, just yeah. killing everything. Yep. Yeah. It's, that's ridiculous to me. Yep. All right, Moody, pick something to hate. Let's go. 
So the thing that uh, I want to ask you guys more of a question than anything. Since we're on the topic of movies and we're doing the hates thing, what is a movie that everybody else seems to love that you fucking hate? Ooh. Ooh. That's a wow. good question. Wow. Oh. Interstellar. A too. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Look, look. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't hate that movie. Like I said, I just I couldn't get into it. But um, I don't know. I'm, shit. What do you guys got? I, I don't really. Oh, that's, a, that's tough. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Uh, that I mean, sounds. I'll give you. I'll give you mine off. I'll give you mine since I asked the question. You that's... probably know it. I've Go said ahead. it before. It would be uh It would be the Star Wars movies. I don't like them. I don't. And it's. I always get shit for it, but I don't like them. I think Fair that enough. is a future episode. We just did our yeah, favorite movies. Yeah, that's a good one. We yeah. should do the movies we fucking hate the most because, uh, not 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 because other people like them, but the ones people like that we're like, I don't fucking get it. The movies mm-hmm. we hate, hate the movies we hate. Let's throw some hate. <laughs> All right, Ooh. real quick, quick, real quick, Jess, you got something? I know a band that I hate that everybody else loves. What's, What's that? Is that the Beatles? <laughs> ah, okay. I, I, I really don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're that great, and I think everybody just made them out to be this phenomenal thing. And I mean, it's not that they're bad. I just don't think they're as good as everybody made them out to be. There I'm that way go. with the Rolling Stones, so I don't feel bad at all. Yeah, I, I feel me on that too. I'm not a bad. I'm not into Rolling Stones. So yeah, there you yeah. go, folks. Four people that hate all kinds of stuff. So I'm not the only one that hates it all. I and hate there a lot you of all right. There you go. So listen, passengers, we hope you enjoyed right. your ride with us on our top 10 favorite movies with our awesome friend and listener and person who has her own podcast with her sister, the Skelton Sisters, Jesse Skelton. Thank you very mm-hmm. much for being here with us. And uh, thank you for having you guys, me. Yeah, of course. Wherever you guys listen to podcasts, you guys are on there, except you said you're still kind of dealing with Apple right now. Yeah, trying. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, uh, it's Apple, whatever. Right now, they're going to be like, oh, let's get the new iPhone out. (laughs) Um, So don't forget to head over to the Midnight Train podcast. Sign up for the Midnight Bonus Train to access all kinds of awesome shit because we are going to be doing some drunken movie reviews, especially on the one that Jesse said for us to watch. Um, At our website, you can also buy some super sweet merchandise, and we will donate 10% of every sale to the National Association on Mental Illness because mental illness is not funny, (laughs) even though Jeff has the raccoon in the background again. Also... (laughs) Sign up for our group on Facebook. Jesse will contest. It is a very fun time. Oh, we have so much fun. Uh, I always post some shit it. on there. It's the highlight of my day. Even if I'm in a bad mood and work sucks, I just pop on that and I'm like, oh, okay, this is great. Uh, Moody's also in there a lot and it's just, it's fucking great. Chainsaw. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. and uh, there'll be a link in the description. And uh, don't forget to send us your cards and stuff and or any creepy shit you got laying around because we want to post it up inside. Um, you can send that to the Midnight Train Podcast at P.O. Box 38206, Olmstead Falls, Ohio, 44138. And now listen, Jeff, I think we haven't done a boxcar in a while, and we just fi- finished a demo of a song oh, from our yeah. band Sky Pilots. I think at the end of this, we're going to have a song called Devils and Angels that we just finished up, uh, finished vocals up for it yesterday, as a matter of fact. And uh, I think we're going to have it at the end of this. You guys can take, take a listen to it may not be your cup of tea. It may be your new favorite thing. It's not the Beatles, Jesse, if that matters. Do us a favor. If you listen to it, find this picture of the raccoon and just stare at it while you listen to it. It'll make it that much better. All right. So next week, 
we are going to be checking out and going diving really hard into the Paris catacombs just because Ooh. it's something I'm very, very like intrigued about. And I think it'd be a cool train ride. So we're going to be talking about that. And uh, so make sure you're staying tuned for next week where we talk about the Paris catacombs. Stay tuned till the end of this and listen to our new song, I guess you want to call it, our new single from Sky Pilots. <laughs> and Jesse, thank you extremely much for being here, for, for listening to our dumbasses on what I guess <laughs> would imagine is a weekly basis. And uh, Oh, yeah, I wait. You yeah. know, I wait. I'm working. I listen to you guys. That's awesome. And for being here on our 50th episode. So thank you so much for doing it. Yay. Thank yeah. you. Thank and you. Thank again, you guys. Of course, make sure you're checking out the Skeleton Sisters. Jeff, Moody, anything to add? Uh, I just, I, I thought this would be a, the perfect episode for like what's going on right now. I'm glad that we did this. Just kind of give a little levity to everything and just kind of have some fun and talk about some, some not too serious shit, you know, just. Absolutely. It's like a Love bunch it. of dudes sitting around, a bunch of dudes and a chick sitting around drinking, <laughs> talking about movies. Love it. Love it. You know? Jeff, anything? Yeah. Find this picture online. <laughs> Okay. And just make it like a life motto. That's all I got to say. It's a big ass raccoon with big balls. All right. In saying that, on behalf of Jesse Skelton from the Skelton Sisters, Moody, Jeffro, and myself, thank you so much for listening. And as always, choo choo, motherfuckers. Come back.